This weekend is the U.S. Open. Of course, we will be uh, looking very closely at the U.S. Open to see how our, uh, our, our definitely our ladies do in the U.S. Open. Um, we've got somebody on, on standby here that is on the phone via the U.S. Open. And uh, they're actually there. Uh, Dr. Mark Kovacs is a high-performance expert, sports technology consultant as well. And he tweeted something out last week that has started to get a little bit of interest online. Rafa Roger Novak. We're the last generation to grow up without cell phones as kids. Is this a possible reason why the new generation who are stronger, bigger, faster, and younger still can't find ways to beat them on a consistent basis? He joins the show right now. Uh, Nice to meet you. Thanks for being here. Uh, thanks for having me. Okay, so what do you mean by that? Like cell phones are actually getting in the way of kids becoming uh, the tennis stars that they should? Yeah, no, it's just one of the many areas. Part of what I do is I try to evaluate performance. And you're looking at factors using data to drive decision-making. And one of the big components of those top three that you mentioned is that they were part of the last generation that didn't grow up with cell phones as part of their day-to-day routine as a young player. So it may not be the main cause, but it's definitely a data point that's worth evaluating and something that I spend quite a bit of time trying to determine because, as you mentioned, this next generation of players are physically as good, if not better. They have just as much access to technology, information, research, coaching, things like that. So the question has to be asked, what is that difference? And what is it? Where are they lacking? Yeah, so a lot of it has to do with when, when children develop, the, how the brains develop. Um, there is, you know, traditionally rote repetition learning, process-driven uh, ways that individuals learn skills. And due to technology and as much as technology has provided a lot of great value and benefits, it also provides us with the opportunity to learn in much smaller chunks and sometimes that may get in the way of very skill-based information such as learning how to play tennis the most effective way possible, um, consistency, things like that. So there's some factors there that you know, we're exploring more and more and trying to work within the newer generation of how people learn and how they consume information. Right, because you're a coach. Exactly. Work every day with athletes, with coaches, with teams, with with different folks that are trying to sort of solve this puzzle of how do we provide great information, all this technology to these athletes, but in ways that in their world makes them easier to digest, potentially doesn't overload them, and hopefully they focus on the right pieces of information. One of the challenges with having access to all this data and all this new information is much of it's noise. Much of it actually doesn't contribute to better performance. So you have to make sure that you're only providing them with information that truly makes a difference. But when you are a contender, you're going to have to focus on uh, self-promotion. And that's one of the reasons why you wouldn't want to take the phone away and say, ay, 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 ay. Stop with the technology no, no, it's, because it's so it's, important that, you know, for not only uh, just fans, but also for endorsement possibilities. Oh, most definitely. I mean, the phone's here to stay. Social media's here to stay. It's part of your job as a professional athlete. So it's not saying don't utilize it. It's more about how do we potentially compartmentalize the use so it's effective, productive, and utilized in the best ways possible so it doesn't interrupt with, say, sleep, which is a big challenge for many athletes. 
uh, things like that. There's a, there's a lot of factors that have to be incorporated into cell phone use, social media use. So, like you said, it's a huge part of everyone's life. It needs to be done, but it needs to be done efficiently and, and, and as best as possible to provide these athletes with the best chance of success on and off the court. These top um, male contenders have been, you know, at the game for the past 15 years. They've been dominating, but eventually, you know, their bodies are going to break down and they won't be able to play at the same level. So we'll, you know, um, whether these new uh, tennis stars are distracted by cell phones or not uh, they're going to take over at some point you know arguably some people thought um, Serena Williams uh, d- bowed out and you know you can uh, you know say that maybe she was faking an injury other people say oh give me a break she's Serena Williams but Bianca Andreescu uh, beat her here at the Rogers Cup last week because she had to retire from that match so are we already seeing signs of that happening yeah, I mean, it's like you said, at some point, you know, the body just can't handle the uh, the work and the training and the travel. It's just part of life. So that is that transition's already starting to happen. Uh, you're starting to see that with younger players being more competitive, going deeper in tournaments, winning some big events. Uh, so it's definitely transitioning. But the big thing with champions is you never count them out. Uh, they're always able to find that other gear. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was talk that Roger was getting close to the end of his career three or four years ago. And as we've seen the last couple of years, he's as dominant just about as ever. So it's one of those things that until they really feel like no, no more, you're always going to put them in the conversation. Is that largely because tennis is, is a, a, lot, a big part of it is a mental game? A hundred percent. I mean, there's so much strategy involved. There's so much dealing with pressure, being able to handle the big moments well. And the more experience you have in those environments, the better you are at them. So experience is a significant contributing factor to success. That's why they're able to possibly play even when they're maybe not as fit or not as fast or not as strong as some other players. They've got these other components that make them so successful. Bianca Andreescu, uh, you know, run, won the Rogers Cup, and, and people say, wow, she, she was two, ranked 200th last year at this time, and now she is in, like, the, the top, I think, 10. Uh, she, did she, her mental game, a lot of people say that is one of the, this, her strongest um, assets. Do you think she has a chance of winning this weekend at the U.S. Open? Most definitely. I mean, the beauty about this year on the women's side of the draw is there's potentially up to 20 people that have a shot of winning the title. So that makes it super exciting for a lot of these players, most experienced players that have done it before, but also this younger generation that haven't experienced a Grand Slam victory yet. It gives them an opportunity to feel like, and they should feel like, hey, I have the possibility to go deep in this tournament and potentially win it. So it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks, and some of these younger players, I think, feel like it's their time. They have the ability. They put the work in, and many of them have had success at other tournaments, so it gives them that belief that it's possible. Andrew, uh, Bianca Andreescu, rather, um, she uh, 
played an amazing match. I mean, she's doing so well, and I know that I'm focusing on her, but we really are proud of her. She's from Mississauga. One of the things that I I think is interesting that you said in a recent article I read is that as a tennis star, you have to know what's going on on your side of the net, but also on the other side of the court as well. Can you bring us into the, um, the perspective of a coach and how much you utilize technology? Are you sitting down with your the the player you're coaching and looking at um and breaking down the person that they're about to go into a match with their game from previous matches or how much are you dissecting how they play so that mentally that tennis star that you're coaching can get into their game on the other side of the net as well yeah most definitely i work with a lot of coaches that coach players as well So it's a lot of it is around coach education as well as player education. And it's about understanding your strengths and weaknesses and opportunities on your side of the net. But once you get to this highest level, strategy is so important. Matchups and understanding that you may have a strength, but your opponent has a certain weakness there or an area where you can exploit. And you have to understand how to exploit that. And it's very situation-specific. It has a lot to do with patterns of play, serve locations, serve percentages at different times throughout matches, and really understanding you're trying to get an advantage. That's what you're looking to do, and you're trying to use data to provide that advantage. And when you get that advantage, which uh, I imagine you would use to your advantage by then throwing the other person off their mental game, which then uh, dictates how their physical game goes. Exactly. A lot of it has to do with putting the ball in positions your opponent doesn't like and giving you the ball in positions that you like better. And it's really a game of chess. And some players play chess, and we say a lot, other players are just playing checkers. And it's really important, and you see it in matches, that the players that understand the strategy so well are at a significant advantage, especially when the physical skills are very close. When Bianca Andreescu won that Rogers Cup, a lot of young tennis stars looked at her and said, oh my gosh, I could actually, uh, I could become a tennis star one day. And I'm just wondering if, if you, there's somebody that, you know, has a kid that's, that, that aspires to be at the top of, of, uh, of the rankings, w- what would you recommend with regard to cell phone use? Yeah, it has to be used strategically. Times of the day. Um, you know, there are cell phone holidays, I use that term a lot, where you have periods throughout your day where it's not with you and you leave it in the hotel room, um, in the car, wherever it is, and there's actually blocks of time where you don't utilize it at all so you can focus on your tasks that need to be focused on. Uh, we have also things we use, uh, various apps on the phone that changes the blue screen um, at night. We have it on sort of silent settings uh, after, say, 10 p.m. Uh, there's blockages you can put on there to shut it off if you feel like sort of players may not have the self-control to do it themselves. Mm-hmm. There's ways to work that. So there's a lot of things that you can use to make sure that the cell phones are used appropriately at the right times for the right purposes, things like that, because they are a huge advantage as well. You go a from coach to babysitter. Here. Oh, it's, it's, it's called management. I think the word <laughs> I use is our objective is to manage players, right. put them in the best chance of succeeding. That's in nutrition, in training, in sleep, in hydration, in on-court, in off-court. And cell phone is just one component of that big picture. I guess the message is it's all about you, and that's the way you convince people to you know follow suit. 
Exactly. And also the people I'm fortunate to work with are all competitors. They all want to be really great at what they do. And they, they understand that it may be difficult sometimes, but many of them buy into the concept that this can make them better and help them achieve some of their big picture goals. Uh, Dr. Kovacs, it's a pleasure talking to you. And, uh, you know, maybe uh, we can look forward to you rooting for Bianca Andrescu at the U.S. Open this weekend. Oh, she's great for tennis, and it'll be fun to see her and all the other great stars play out there this, the next couple of weeks.